Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. All righty. So uh, today is uh I believe it's session four. Let me just double check here, uh where we at here. But um today is session four. Me and uh Shauna is um doing our thing here today. Uh it is uh Wednesday just after it's almost five thirty PM uh in New York time. I don't know exactly what time it is over there in the uh, uh, but I think it's what seven hours ahead of me. Uh we're nine actually. Well no no I'm sorry, no New York, New York. Six or seven, yeah. I think it's six or seven. I keep thinking of the last couple, yeah. So, so what's it, 10, 10.30 or 11.30 over there? Oh, no, no, no. It's 11.30 right now. So what is that? What time is it for you? Yeah, you're amazing that you can handle this uh, this kind of time. So this is a session four. Um, <laughs> session four of uh, should be at least eight sessions of uh, qualifying men. We're about halfway through it. And... Um, we in our last session we we talked about um, you know the top ten uh, top twenty differences between men and women and we got the uh, the complete session I mean uh, the top the top six well the first six I should say not the top six but the first six so uh, I'm going to go as long as I can to do my best to finish this tonight um, I don't have anything uh, before nine o'clock or I think actually the next call I got is a uh, 10 o'clock my time, so it's like four hours from now, four and a half hours from now. So I, I'm not going to say it's going to take that long anywhere near that, but I'm just saying that I'm willing to finish this because there's a lot more stuff after this. So, so. Um, okay, I have until 1 a.m. my time. Would that still work out? Yeah, so it's 11.30 right now. Yeah, 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 that's fine, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, awesome. Yeah, not a problem, not a problem. All right, great. So. Uh, when it comes to uh, differences between men and women, where are you at, you know, mentally, emotionally, you know, whatever, around <laughs> what you've been learning so far about it? Well, hmm, <laughs> this is a question. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely different creatures who have the same goals and desires, but different paths to get to them is what I see, because the end desire to be loved and respected and well taken care of and treated seems to be common. However, the the illustrating of such, you know, such desires and the path to get there are just very different. And to me, it just seems like if you learn those paths or like learning another language, you can have healthy communication. But I think that's what so many people lack. Therefore, we see what we see in the relationship, you know, battle today and just relationship front. Yes. Yeah, it's interesting because, um, you know, one of the things I've realized and, you know, generally, actually just this year is that, um, you know, like, like there's two ways, and I think I've said it to you before, but I'm just going to say it again, um, is that there's two ways you can go about dealing with gender differences. One, you could know, well, three, really. One, you can really understand how the opposite sex thinks, acts, and all of that stuff, which is what the top 20 differences is about. Uh, or 
you don't have to learn that stuff, but you can learn how to interact with the opposite sex. So, like, you don't understand them, but you may understand how to cooperate with them. You know, like, um, um, you. An, you know, anthropologists, they may not know, they may not be able to think like a monkey or a gorilla or, or, or a lion, but they know how to interact with them, you know, which is really, mm-hmm. for all intents and purposes, just as useful. Um, and I would assert that most if not almost every single couple that's been married for longer than 30 years, they may not understand the opposite sex, but they understand how to work with the opposite sex. So you have those two. And then you have the third uh, type who, who understands both. And uh, I happen to be fortunate enough to be in that, in that category, thank God. Uh, otherwise, I couldn't, otherwise, I couldn't teach you that, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, so this program is about teaching you how to understand the opposite sex, period, and then, you know, the next one after this will be about how to understand how to work with the opposite sex because that, that's a different conversation, uh, equally as useful. So, uh, so yeah, but we're going to understand how to speak male and how to translate female into male so that they can understand you. And at least, you know, when you, you, you may hear them thinking and talking their language, then, you know, you'll have a lot less confusion about how men are, what they're thinking, and all that stuff. You, you'll never be able to figure them out 100%, but you'll be able to figure them out mm-hmm. so, much more, so much more powerfully that, that, you know, you'll be able to relax and, um, you know, you'll, you'll be able to get to the point a lot quicker and, and drive yourself crazy a lot less. So, anyhow, so that's that. Mm-hmm. So, the, the first, uh, first six we went through is, you know, women need to feel safe and secure and men need to feel successful and be successful. Um, women are emotional, men are rational. Uh, women are multitaskers, men are single-focused. Uh, women are communicators, and men don't communicate that much. They just do. And um, women are problem-oriented, which means y'all are paying attention to the problems because that's the only way you know you're going to feel safe and secure because if you don't see any problems, everything must be fine. And then men don't worry about it because we know how to create solutions. So we be like, oh, it's a problem, no problem, I'll fix it. And so uh, men are, are solution-oriented. And then um, women are gatherers. They, you know, shop and look and <laughs> experiment and compare, and men just go for what they want and then come back home. So we're hunters. And so, you know, we went through that in the last uh, session. And so now I'm going to take it from mm-hmm. number seven. Now I'm going to start from number seven. Uh, you got any questions about any of the, the first um, stuff, or are you good? No, I'm good. Okay, good. All righty, so um, in, in no particular order, number seven is that uh, men are direct, which y'all love, and women are indirect, which drives us crazy. So y'all women don't talk direct. Y'all give hints. You throw stuff out there and you expect us to be able to follow behind it. You know, you never say, I need you to make me feel safe and secure. Y'all never say that. But y'all usually say, mm-hmm. I ain't happy. So we're supposed to, <laughs> right? So that's not direct. Yeah. That's not direct. I don't feel safe because I need to know that there's always going to be money there, that you're always going to have my back, and that nobody's going to be able to possibly break into the house. And if I had all those things covered, I could be very happy. Y'all don't say that. Y'all, you know, there is one. There is one way when women are direct. There's one time when women are direct when y'all complain. But even then, 
You're not fully direct. Y'all are like, you'll be direct about your complaints, but you won't be direct about how to solve those complaints. So, you know, how come the house is dirty? How come you got the, you're looking right at the TV and that piece of paper's on the floor in front of the TV and you didn't even see it? And then, and then you get upset and then you give him a silent treatment and he's supposed to, you know, what you're hoping for is that he cares enough that he'll keep bothering you until you believe he cares enough and then you'll start talking to him. <laughs> right? So y'all have all these hints and these processes and these strategies and all of that stuff. And we don't have none of that. We just do what we do, right? So, you know, I remember watching one time, <laughs> I was watching Roseanne Barr was doing a stand-up routine, comedy routine. And she was like, you know, I came into the living room and I was watching my husband sitting on, his TV, well, sitting on the sofa, eating some popcorn with his remote, watching TV. And I, was, and I saw him sitting there. I was thinking, gee, I wonder what he's thinking about. I wonder if he remembered what happened last week or you know, I wonder if he's thinking about, you know, our uh, anniversary coming up in uh, three weeks. And, you know, I'm wondering about this, you know. And and then it hit her. He's just watching TV, eating popcorn with the remote by his side. That's it. That's you know, that's, that's men, you know. So when we say something, nine times out of ten, I won't be like, what did he really mean? But we, 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 we're not that sophisticated. We really meant it. <laughs> you know, I told my first wife, you know, screw you and the horse you rode in on. There was no interpretation about that. There was no hidden message behind that. I remember one time I met a woman on the subway, and, uh, you know, she, she she was looking at me, but she didn't look at me in the eye for almost the whole ride. And I'm like, I, I'm over here looking at her like, I know you're checking me out, so, like, what's up with that? You know, she finally looked at me up. We both smiled. Cause she, I had a smile like I busted you. She had a smile like, yeah, you busted me. And then we talked, and the, my first words came out of my mouth was, we have to talk. And she looked at me like, I guess we have to talk. <laughs> we ended up messing around with each other for like six months, but I was so direct, but she would have never been that direct. She wasn't. She was She was so indirect, it was driving me crazy because at the time I was in real real top muscular shape. I was riding you know, riding around on a bicycle. I had bicycle shorts on, so you know how to type bicycle shorts look on guys. And she was checking me out, but she wasn't looking me in the face. But so but she was checking me out. So how am I supposed to know she's checking me out if she don't look me in the face, right? Ninety eight percent of the guys would have missed that cue. You know, and this is interesting too because when a woman gives a guy a cue and he gets it, one of the things she's thinking about, oh, it must be fate because he understands me, mm. which, is, which is another problem because now she's BSing herself into thinking mm. that the only reason why he would figure it out is because, you know, he, it must be fate. But suppose he's a player. The reason why you call them players is because they know how to play the game. <laughs> Very true, but that is so true. Like, they know that they know. Yeah. They may not understand you, but they understand how to play the game, which is what I said in the beginning of this conversation, which is that, you know, it's one thing to understand women or the opposite sex, but it's another thing to understand how to interact with the opposite sex, and that's players. They don't necessarily understand women, but they understand how to interact with them enough to get them to do mm-hmm. stuff. Make Very sense? True. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. By the way, I'm going to give you a, um, in, in, inside this conversation called indirect versus direct, uh, I will tell you, um, you know, uh, something that I don't usually share with the ladies, and uh, uh, you'll be happy to go on recording, which is that um, when I talk about players, there's actually four levels of players. One, everybody knows. The other, the one, people kind of know, they heard about, but they don't know what that means. And then, uh, then there's one that they don't know nothing about. Almost nobody knows anything about. So I'll tell you, there's four of them. So the first one is uh, pickup artists. People have heard of pickup artists. They don't really know what that means, but that means a guy knows how to talk in a way to get you to get his phone number and probably have sex with you pretty quickly. But that doesn't mean he knows how to keep you around. Mm-hmm. Guys that specialize in pickup artists, they're like a one and done kind of guy, you know. They're like, oh, okay, I got it, yeah, all right, score, yeah, all right, next. Now, the second level is player. And players, they are um, skillful at meeting women, but they're not necessarily pickup artists. They're more like opportunists. And so what happens is they meet somebody, they meet somebody, they play around with them, and they can actually keep them around for as long as they want, and they can juggle three, four, five women at the same time. Those are players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they may not be walking around picking up women, but they're looking at the women that are checking them out, and then they take advantage of the fact that the woman is checking them out, and then they keep them around as long as he wants to until he's tired of her, and that's how that goes. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then the third level is called a MAC, M-A-C-K, MAC. And the MACs are guys that know how to play the game just like players, except for they have an additional skill set, which is they know how to get women to give them money. So, you know, guys be, like, dealing with two or three women and, you know, he comes over, hangs out with her, and she gives him $300, $1,000, whatever, because he's, like, talking to her about money. And she's like, oh, I just want to I just want to take care of him so well. Yeah, Max. I've never been one of those. I've never had any interest, but uh, I've seen plenty of them. <laughs> and the fourth level is pimp. Everybody knows what a pimp is for the most part. They're horrible <laughs> for the most part. But there's people that actually yeah. – there's people that are made just for pimps. And those are the women whose self-esteem is so low um, that mm. you, the thing about the here's the thing about the pimp. Why, why prostitutes will work with a pimp? One, he protects her in ways that work for her. And two, he accepts her the way she is. He doesn't accept her performance the way she performs, but he accepts her as a human being the way she is. And so that those two things make a huge difference for him. Makes a huge difference for her. Repeat that last so, part, the last phrase came up through muscle. Sorry. Yeah, so the first part is that he protects her and makes her feel safe and secure. And oh, he's also <laughs> Yeah. And he's also um a leader. So like she likes to be followed. Mm-hmm. And you know, women like that, they usually cannot respect anybody unless they can be dominated by that guy. If he can't dominate her, she don't respect mm-hmm. him. So that's one appeal of a pimp. And then uh, the other appeal is that he accepts her as she is. He doesn't judge her for being a prostitute. He doesn't judge her for having sex with, like, mm-hmm. 20 people a day. So she gets a chance to be as slutty as she wants or as, you know, mostly destroyed as she wants, and he accepts her 100%. No judgment about her whatsoever. You know, and so, uh, you know, he, he takes care of her. He's like daddy kind of like, 
And pimps don't usually have that much, very much sex with the, with the prostitutes, really. They're too busy controlling them and the money to be messing around with them because they ain't trying to have no love, no love relationship with them, even though the woman's all in love with them. Mm-hmm. Interesting, fascinating combination, you know. But you know, it's a side conversation. So, but there you go. <laughs> so yeah, so fellows, fellas, we don't think anywhere near as much as y'all do. Y'all think about if I do this, he should do that, and if he does that, then that means. <laughs> Now nah, we'd be just like, I hope she likes us, and uh, this is what I'm going to do, and uh, now I'm going to go back, back to work. We're very simple. We're direct. We ain't got time to be indirect because we can't get anything done if we're not being direct. So, you know, if a guy says something, trust that what he said is what he really meant. Wow, that's hard. <laughs> okay. I know. <laughs> yeah, when he said he really actually meant it, especially the first thing he says. And then if you really want to understand a guy, when he's talking, don't interrupt him. Matter of fact, when a guy is talking, especially if y'all are face-to-face, give him five seconds before you respond because mm-hmm. he might have something else to say that came to mind that's even more powerful or clear or important than what he just said. So you want to give men a chance to think all the way through whatever it is they're saying. We usually think out loud because we're thinking, and then we're talking out loud as we're thinking. You know? So men don't usually interrupt each other when we're talking, even though women, we all interrupt each other all the time. As a, I think it's in a, as an expression of letting each other know that you really care enough about each other that you're paying so much attention that you all are kind of like reading each other's minds and, you know, like that. Is that pretty accurate? Mm, I I would say so. I mean, I think sometimes, like, I think there's always exceptions, you know. But I think generally, men and women have their, you know. I mean, you you can say the generals, but I think there's always little quirks and exceptions here and there. But generally, yeah. But yeah, when you with your friends, y'all just finish each other's sentences because you're proving that you're paying so much attention. But you could. Part of it. Yeah, but, it doesn't, but that's not like a bad thing. Yeah, you're right. It's not a bad thing amongst us. Like, I know with the opposite, but yeah. 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 I'm paying attention to you. See, I finished your sentence for you. Oh, you care so much. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Y'all, about, y'all conversations is all about feelings, which is why y'all can have conversations and it means nothing. You're not even, there's no point to what you're saying other than I really care about you and I'm letting you know all my secrets. Mm hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm. We don't we don't we don't talk like that. We'd be like, "Is what you telling me going to help me do something?" No. Then what are we talk? Wow. About? Really, that's us. You know, and then or we will we will reminisce about good wins. You know, uh, that's why guys talk about sports because we're reminiscing about success and winning. You know. Mm, okay. Um, yeah, but we're direct. We we a salesperson might not be fully direct because he wants to make a sale. And, yeah, he'll tell you he wants to make a sale, but he won't necessarily tell you the things he's saying that will have you make a sale. He's not going to say, okay, now we're in the qualification process. Okay, now I'm going to overcome all of your objections. So tell me your objections so I can overcome your objections because the minute I overcome all your objections, you're going to buy my car, right? So men don't say that. We're never going to say that, right? 
But we're way more direct than women are because we don't be thinking about if I say it this way, how is she going to take it? We, we don't say that. We'd be like, if I say it this way, she's probably going to kick my ass. I don't want to say it. <laughs> we're not trying to manipulate you. We're trying to get something done. And so um, that's why we're direct because being direct slows us down from getting what we want. Mm, okay. So, and if a guy says something, the first thought you should have is, that's what he meant. Add no meaning to it whatsoever. Okay. That'll give you more peace and more clarity and more workability than you can imagine. Do guys have con artists' tendencies? Do guys, you know, yeah, guys can be indirect, but most guys ain't that smart. So you should interact with them as if they're being direct because they are. If a guy's not being direct around you, it's may, it may be because he's scared you're going to beat him up, so he'll try not to be direct. Mm-hmm. But if a guy is scared okay. to be direct, he'll be nice. He'll be a nice guy. Oh wow! Yeah, you got a guy that's too nice just because he's scared to be just tell you, he's scared to be straight around you. And how does that work, though, if, um, like, since, because you're saying that, you know, kind of believing what a guy says, though, what does it mean when guys are, like, changing their, not so much what they're saying, but, like, they say one thing or they're kind of, like, I guess maybe this, does this mean that they, ch- they change their opinions or feelings about you if they're not as, you know, they're heavy at first and not as heavy later on in, in getting to know someone, like, do they just change and not tell you? Or how does that whole thing work? So if a guy likes you and all of a sudden he's slowing down and he doesn't, he might not like you anymore, but he might, but he, most guys are scared to tell women that they want to break up. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay. No. Most guys are scared to tell the woman that they're going to, that they want to break up because the woman is most likely going to have an emotional outburst. Hmm. Yeah, so I'll tell you a few times that something like that happened to me. Um, I hmm. broke up with this girl to go get married my first time, and she kicked me about seven or eight times. She was sitting on the stoop in front of my building, sitting on the stairs, in front of the apartment building I lived in, in Manhattan, and she started kicking me. She was so pissed off and hurt, she started kicking me. I had another woman who... Um, after I got divorced, um, you know, I was messing around with this young lady in my neighborhood in Jersey City, and when I decided I couldn't handle it anymore, I broke up with her. A couple of weeks later, she said she was pregnant and she needed me to give her money for, the, for uh, an abortion. I had to pay her. Okay. Uh, you know, I had to pay her to get out of the relationship, right? And then uh, <laughs> the third time, uh, I was selling cars, and this woman was interested in me, but she was not my type. She was just so fat, I couldn't handle it. I mean, he wasn't even, I couldn't even say, well, maybe if she lost, you know, $20,000, I'll hang in there, I'll try. She just was way, I couldn't even put around her, right? So, you know, finally one day she asked me, like, you know, so we going to do something? And I'm like, you know what, I really, I really can't. I just, I just can't. She dropped me off in the middle of nowhere, and there was no more buses. I had to walk three hours to... And, uh, to uh, oh, Newark, Penn State. Three hours? Three-hour walk, right? My goodness. And, and 
So she dropped me off at a little after 12, like 12.30 p.m., at 12.30 a.m. And then a walk, it took me three hours to get to the train station. And then it took almost two hours to get home, an hour and a half to get home. And I'm like, okay, so that's the cost of breaking up with her. And then she called me at 5 o'clock in the morning to see if I got home okay. <laughs> yeah. So, wow. Right, right. Oh, so we're scared to get, because they say hell hath no fury like a woman's scorned. They mean it. Mm-hmm. So, so guys are scared to tell you that they want to break up because they're scared they're going to get their ass whipped. Because most but men have that, paid, most men have paid the price for breaking up with a woman. Wow. Okay. So, you know, if you guys are going to break up with you, you should give them a chance to do that. Because you're doing you a favor by giving you a chance to be with somebody that actually do want to be with you. Exactly. That's how I kind of yeah. Yeah. Well, on my Facebook page, I put a I put a uh, post up there today. It says, if uh, if a woman is um, able to take your man away from her, from you, he's she's doing you a favor. <laughs> oh, yeah. but it's true. It's yeah, so I know. true because it's amazing, you know. Yeah. That is so true. Yeah. So yeah, guys are basically direct. That's how they communicate. We the first way we communicate is direct. But if you can't handle the truth, then we start, you know, hedging and hawing. But it's not like we're trying to give you a hint. It's like we're scared to tell you the truth. So it's not like we're trying to manipulate you. We're like, when can I actually tell mm-hmm. her the truth? So women that have emotional outbursts, what do you mean? They, what they're training the guys, mm-hmm. the men to do is don't talk to her. Yeah, that makes sense. It's the same thing for children, too, yeah. you And I guess that's human reaction because it's like if you touch a cactus and you get poked, you're not going to touch it again because it's going to hurt and affect you negatively. So I guess yeah. it's just natural to be afraid of that. If it, you know, she yelled at me last time, so I'm not going to tell her that. Yep. So there you go. All right, yeah, so Meta Direct, so you should trust what they say the way they say it the first time. And uh, and if they're not saying it straight, then that means that they're worried about how you're going to take what they say, which is, you know, a lot of reasons why women do that, but, but y'all have way more reasons than just that. So, <laughs> but y'all over there drive yourself crazy. What did he mean by that? He meant what he said the first time. So just try that. <laughs> He really meant it. I know it sounds weird. How could that possibly be? I don't know, but that's how God made us. We're simple. We're PCs. Y'all are the max. Okay. So, so that's that. Next one is that women are givers, men are takers. Y'all give, 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 give. We take, 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 take. When we have a sex, we take the pussy. When we doing this, we take you. When we want you, and men are takers. Y'all like when we're taking, except for when we're taking too much and y'all think that we ain't paying attention. But a successful man has to be able to take from anything else because that's how we able to accomplish goals, is by taking, taking land, taking jobs, taking money from people for selling. Like, in order for us to be successful, we need to be good at taking because the world is not giving us nothing. And how it occurs to people is being aggressive, assertive, a leader, a manager. Mm-hmm. But who we are is we take from the rest of the world in order to give to you. Mm-hmm. A man will work three jobs so he can give you everything you want so you can be happy. 
that he takes from the rest of the world so he can give it to the people he loves. But his first mindset is taking. And until he understands that the, the, the game, the goal is to give to others, he will take and then nobody else will get anything because he's too busy taking. Because it's part of how we win. When we're playing basketball, we want to take the rebound from the other team. If we're playing football, we want to take the ball from the other team. You know, that's the only way we're going to win. The one with the, who does the most with the ball is the one who's going to win. You know, we're going to take, us, take a deer out of that pile of deer and bring it home so we can eat. That's how we operate. That's how being um, successful, that's a large part of being successful for a man, is to be able to take stuff. Okay. You know, and so you want us to be good at taking stuff so we can give to you. Yeah, the survival. Exactly. Yeah, and there are times when you're happy that we take you. Mm-hmm. Women, women love it when a man is bold and he puts his arms around her and kisses her but she doesn't even know what's happening. He just took you. Ooh, he wants me so much. Mm-hmm. Y'all like being <laughs> taken. You do. And y'all are givers. But, but, but most women are not generous. Y'all give. Most? You would say most? Most women are not very generous. They give to get. They give to stay protected, to stay safe and secure. They don't necessarily give just from the heart of giving. They do. They have full capacity. Mm -hmm. But most of the time, y'all are concerned too much about safety and security to actually give freely with no concern, no interest other than you just want somebody else to be happy. You know, men have this mindset called, what's the point? Or what's the problem? We want to fix everything, you know? We all got solutions. But but y'all, y'all be asking yourselves a lot, what do you want from me? Or what's, the, what, you know, uh, what's it, uh, uh, what's that got to do with me? Or what do you want from me? You find yourself asking yourself that over the course of a week? What's that got to do with me? The more of like, what do you want from me? That part I can relate yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you want from me? Yeah. And so that's the, <laughs> that's the question of somebody that's concerned. You're gonna want something that you don't want to give. They're gonna want something that you don't want to give. They're gonna want something that's gonna mm-hmm. hurt you. Like you're gonna lose in that conversation. So y'all give, but not because you're generous. We give because we have we got it like that. But y'all don't give for the same reason. Y'all give to make sure that, you you know, people still like you. Y'all are like trading rather than giving. Hmm. Yeah, not every single woman and not every woman every single time. But it's a lot more That's true true. for y'all than it is for us. Just because That's you're giving, does, just because, say it again. Unless at that point I can see to the... I think, too, like the individual experience really affects it because I was raised in a household where we were taught service um, so so young. So it almost is just part of, like, I, 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 you know, as I was growing up just learning to live and speak English and just exist, I was also taught, like, service, which is more of, like, you know, from a faith standpoint. So, yeah. you know, as I grew up and developed my faith, like, giving being such a, natural part, it's actually one of the things I don't find challenging whatsoever. And I don't think it's selfish, but the fulfillment is that, because not in a way where I go and brag, I've done this, I've done that, I don't like that at all. But just, 
I don't know, for me, it's hard to see someone else suffering or I just feel where's the harm in doing good? Why not just do good to everybody? Where's the harm, you know? Yep, yep, yep. Well, apparently you're more mature than a lot of people, which thank God for that. <laughs> Born in the wrong year. <laughs> but a lot of times, a lot of times when a man and a woman are in a relationship together, and she won't give him crap because she thinks he's supposed to do all the giving. I don't know. Work the hard now. Oh. That wow, that's awkward. I know. Awkward. I know. That sucks. But it happens that's... all the time. That's kind of difficult because how can they go anywhere? I don't know. I know I was, you know, in a relationship, you know, my my first marriage at a certain time, at a certain point, she was like, I don't want to take care of the kids, that's it. I ain't doing nothing else. That's it. And I was like, huh? Mm -hmm. I was At that time, I was working two jobs, and then then after that, I went to network marketing. I really had three jobs, really. Part-time, two part-time jobs and a full-time job. Wow. So, and, uh, you know, she just wanted to take care of the kids. And I'm like, oh, no. And and I was pretty nasty about it. I was very angry about it. So I ended up having to do my own laundry. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, do working... your own laundry? Yeah. She was so mad at me that she... While you were married? Yep. I'd be oh, that's illegal. The laundry... <laughs> yeah. I'll walk into the laundry man laughing to myself like, <laughs> okay, I got to do all that. You might as well be single. I think single life and married life are different. Like, I mean, I I feel there are things that will change on my side when I get married, but also that, like, you know, would change my husband's side. Like, I personally feel as a woman, once I'm married, like, I shouldn't have to um, fight any of my battles. Like, you know, like, um, for instance, you have a unfortunate landlord situation here where, like, it's just a little bit of harassment and where I know if I was married, this person wouldn't talk to me like that. I'd be protected. So I wouldn't expect, like, to resolve verbal conflicts. If someone comes up to me and is being disrespectful, I would, you know, just because, hey, I'm married. If not, like, what am I married for? But at the same time, you know, there's on my on the giving in, there's, you know, there's food, there's a clean house, whether, you know, financially we've got a place to have, you know, housekeepers, or rather, you know, it's me actually doing the work. Like, I just don't understand the whole get married, but then it's just like the way you were when you were single because you could have stayed single for cheaper. <laughs> yes, 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 so much so. <laughs> don't get That's scary, actually. That's scary from a single person because you have these ideals about marriage relationships and, like, to actually get signed in and contracted into a marriage and for that's scary that it could <laughs> not be what it's supposed to be. Yeah, no, I get it. I mean, I really get it. Oh, my God. So, anyhow, so, um, yeah, so you want to let a man be a taker because he's he's the the better man, the more confident a man is, the better he's likely to be at taking stuff. But he's taking it for the purposes of being successful, not for the purpose of being greedy unless he's immature. We're going to talk about immature down the road. But, you know, I just want to let you know that a mature man wants everybody to win. And an immature man mm-hmm. wants to win. So, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of man, times a man will bring in all the resources you would want, but he don't know how you would want to use it, so he gives you all the resources to get the hell out of the way. <laughs> but um, you want a guy who's good at taking because that's who we are anyhow, and he will give you the world because you think he's so great. So the more you make him feel great, which I'm about to tell you how to do that, and it makes the difference. 
and the better it is and easier it will be for you to do whatever you need to do and get him to do for you whatever he, he you need him to do for you or want him to do for you, that he actually has the capacity <laughs> to do. So, but yeah, women are givers, but that doesn't mean y'all are generous, but y'all do give all, all the time. All day, every day, y'all give it. Giving time to the kids, giving attention to this, giving, 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 and then y'all get tired of giving after a while. Like, damn, I'm giving all of this stuff I give nothing in return. See, that's why I say it's not giving. <laughs> if you was giving all of that and then and, and at the same time, um, you know, did not feel like you was giving too much, then you're actually giving. That's actually generosity. But when a woman starts saying, man, I'm doing all this stuff and I, I ain't even. You know, well, what about me? No, nah, that's not generosity. That's just giving. But that's just giving to get. So, and it's different from when women lose themselves because they're too busy giving in order to, you know, to, 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 to protect themselves or they lose themselves. But that's also coming from not being generous because otherwise you would generously give and you wouldn't know who you are and you wouldn't be losing yourself. So, you know, I say based on that that being a giver does not mean being generous. The ulterior motives to the giving. Often, not always, but often, way more often than most women would ever admit to or recognize. So but anyhow, mm-hmm. the next difference the next difference is um women are enchanters. And men are protectors. So y'all are y'all are enchantresses. Y'all are magi- y'all are wonderful magicians. Y'all are like sirens in in, in the in the, uh, in the ocean. Yeah. Y'all have the capacity to wrap us around your finger because y'all have the the capacity to get us emotionally engaged with y'all. Mm-hmm. That's your ma- That's one of your that's that that's one of your magic ingredients in dealing with us. So when a woman is trying to be tough, strong, and stand up to guys and get a guy strong enough to put up with her ass, that's about as icky for most men as a woman dealing with a, a wimp. Because she'd be a masculine. If she wanted a, if he wanted somebody masculine, he'd go get a guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? See, you can be strong and tough without being rough. Yeah. Nobody says don't be strong. We just say don't make us wrong. Nobody says don't be tough. We just say please, don't be rough. Have some finesse. Have some patience. You know, like, cut that out. (laughs) So, Anyhow, um, oh my God! Hang on a second, please. Mhm. Okay. Okay. All right. 
Uh, the reason why I answered the phone, even though I would normally not do that, is because the woman that called me, she was one of the people that was on the, when I did this beta test. <laughs> well, in 2011, she was one of the people on the beta test, and she, was, she, was, she almost never calls me. So I'm like, let me just leave, tell her I'll call her. Okay. But uh, it's all right. I usually don't do that, though. But, but some people, it's like, I don't know when the next time I'm going to hear from them, so that's why I'll pick it up. But uh, other than that, I'm pretty protective about that, so sorry about that. Um, and thank you for your generosity. Forgot that. No so, so yeah, so um, men protect women. That makes y'all feel so important, so loved, so special that this guy, like you, got your personal hero, protect you from the world. Yeah, yeah it's amazing. Y'all have the same opportunity to have that same emotional impact on us. You just can't do it through protection. You've got to do it through emotional, I don't know if the word is manipulation, emotional expression. So in other words, you're gonna have, you have to know how to charm a guy. So you play with his hair, you smile in his face, you make sure he loves the way you smell, you rub up against him, you... You look with him with shiny eyes. You touch his arms as if it's like, a, you know, God blessed him with these arms or whatever it is. You got to make him feel like a hero. <laughs> and, if, and you make a man feel like a hero and you make him, you give a man an opportunity to do stuff for you and you like what he does for you, that's almost all there is to do. And then there's sex. And that's almost all there is to do. Sex. <laughs> Be amazed by him and admire him. Um, and um, reward him for doing stuff for you or trying to do stuff for you with your appreciation, your smile, your emotional excitement. And that's all he needs. He'll do everything else. And that's how you can wrap him around your finger. There's more. I got more to tell you down the road, but like that's that's probably the number one thing. You have the ability. Okay. So, so men are like brick walls. Hard to break down a brick wall, but men are like brick walls. But y'all are like perfume. Perfume can go through a brick wall without breaking the brick wall down. <laughs> okay. Right? Smoke can go through any, almost any solid object. You know, and it affects so much. It's not even funny. I mean, oxygen is everywhere. Matter of fact, I would even go as far to say men are like walls and women are like oxygen. It's everywhere. You know, even though we can't put our hands on it, can't do it without it. And it's 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 such a powerful tool for us, for every creature on the planet. So y'all are enchantresses. You have to use emotion, charm. Oh my God, charm messes us up. You be charming to us, this messes us up. Y'all are way better at it, actually, than we are, believe it or not. Y'all are better at it. Is it better charming? Yeah, y'all are better at being charming than, than players are. Yeah, we would probably we would probably be able to match your charm with our charm. But no, nah, <laughs> we I don't know if any we could really do better. Y'all are y'all have that skill. The only, the, only, the only humans that can do better at charm than women to men is children. 
children when they're children, when two, three-year-old oh, children. children. <laughs> yeah. Two, three-year-old babies, oh, man, they get charm the pants off of anybody, anywhere, no matter what, right? But once once you Very get past, right? Once you get past seven, eight years old, then the women take over. Children from zero <laughs> to five years old could charm, out-charm anybody. But after then, it's women. And men are last. <laughs> so your yep. charm is what's going to wrap them around your finger, among other things. But that's probably, <laughs> you should practice that. And men will protect you. And that's what, you know, in that same space, with, with how we share our, how we show you how we care is by protecting you. How you show us how <laughs> you care is by being charming with us and smiling at us and thanking <laughs> us. So keep doing that and get better at it. Okay. All right. Next. Women are undisciplined. Men are disciplined. True. Very true. Y'all don't have no discipline, man. It drives you crazy to do what you say you're going to do when you say you're going to do it. Oh, my God. You got to really get trained. You got to be like in boot camp. Military training to honor your word all the time. Because there's just so many things that takes you out of the discipline. Well, men have to be disciplined. We're, like, raised by society to do what we say we're going to do, keep our focus, don't mess up like that. Yeah, you got guys that have no integrity, and you know. But even still, when they're in the face of danger, they're pretty, you know, we, we, we have the capacity to be fully disciplined. Y'all do have the capacity to be fully disciplined. But basically, y'all ain't disciplined. Y'all just do whatever you feel like doing, and if you don't feel like doing it, you ain't doing it. Sorry. <laughs> I'll be ready five minutes. No, she'll be ready 30 minutes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is, a, that, is a, that is a gender disorder that none of us can control. And sad because we really mean five minutes, but you're right. It, it, yes, yes. Pray for us. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all are like... In the area of discipline, y'all about as disciplined as children are, basically. Yeah. Not every woman, every time, but for the most part, we we can't count on y'all to be to, to be reliable. We can't we can't rely on y'all reliability. <laughs> Forget that. We just <laughs> we have to be that for you, really. You know, men are disciplined. You know, like I, I can't imagine a woman standing in front of. Um, the, the king, uh, Queen Elizabeth's palace, the way, um, you know, the, the guards stand there and stand still for eight hours. Oh, no. no, I don't know if a woman alive can do that. Know, men can that do can that. happen. It shouldn't happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't see women doing that at all, but men can do that, obviously. You see, they can do that. You know, mm-hmm. men, men can decide they're going to do something, and that's the end of it. They're doing it. There's nothing else to talk about. You know, whether they're an espionage agent, you know, a drug infiltrator, drug you know, drug lord infiltrator, drug wing infiltrator, uh, you know, a boxer, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. When the guy's, like, locked in, he's locked in. There's nothing changing it. That's part of our gift. Y'all, I don't know if y'all can, any of y'all can do that. I, still, I know some of you can, but, man, y'all, y'all could. <laughs> God bless y'all. But that's our opportunity, you know what I mean? It's yeah. not a make wall thing. It's our opportunity to provide for you. So, you know, because if you, if you as disciplined as we were, that's one less thing for us to do. One less way to provide for you. Uh, 
and, and sweep you off your feet. All right, mm-hmm. next. And I'm going to send this list after I give you all of them, not send you the list as I go through it. I want, to, I want you to have it all at the same time. So that's why you didn't get it yet. Okay. So, so, so. Okay. Right. okay, great. So now next, uh, number 11, is uh, women cheer, men promote. Y'all are cheerleaders. Yay, you did such a great job. Yep. Well, we do more than cheer. We do more than cheer. We promote. We were like, yo, man, that was a good job. Did you see what he did, Matt? Yo, listen, let me introduce you to one of my friends. That's our normal way of doing it. We will connect. We will promote. We will advocate on your behalf. You know, like that's how we would do it. You do more than just cheer. We want to do something with your skill set mm-hmm. so that you can win. Okay. You know, that's why there's so many secret male societies, but not necessarily secret women societies, because y'all are too busy connecting with each other, feeling good, to actually help each other do stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So men promote, y'all cheer. Yay! In the meantime, we over here trying to get us an agent to get us a new job, a new, a new, a, or get us with a new team or a new contract. You know what I'm well, we're promoters. Yo, did you see what he did? Damn. That's what we do. Next. Next. Um, so if you see a guy promoting, he's doing your version of cheering. Um, next. Men are relentless. Men want to do something, they, they will not relent. Now, don't get me wrong. Not every man is that disciplined that he can be relentless. But men have a tendency, you know, part of us is relentless. We will not stop until we get what we want. Women, y'all are lazy. I hate to say the word lazy. But, like, I hate to say the word. I got to find a better way of saying it. But right now I can't come up with a better word than lazy. Because, you know, it's like if you want to do something, you're really trying hard to do it, after a while you'd be like, I just don't feel like doing it. It's part of the undiscipline, but it's like, I mean, y'all just would not be able to stand in front of the Queen's Palace for eight hours like that. You just just couldn't do it. You'd find a reason to get out of there or something, (laughs) you know? Oh, no. Yeah, so what I mean by lazy is like, you know, you will try your hardest to get us to do stuff or get somebody else to do stuff or all that stuff. And, yeah, you'll do stuff, but you only do it because you want to make sure they still like you when you're done and all of that stuff. But for the most part, if you don't have to do nothing, you will not do something, even though the environment is calling you to take action. Hey, this thing is on the floor. i got to get this off the floor. But you don't really want to do that, but it's bothering you so much you can't help it to get up and do it. You, you had that experience? Well, I feel, I don't know, I, I'm sitting here thinking maybe, <laughs> I know I'm not a man, but I don't know, I'm very, I don't like to lose, I'm very determined, and so for me, like, finishing things and getting things done, like, I feel like when I don't, I feel like I didn't win, like I lost, so I do like yeah. to win, so. Yeah, no, I get it. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. Not every single woman is is inherently lazy, but mm-hmm. women, women are way lazier than men, generally speaking. Men will go on for days at a time, 
weeks at a time, years at a time, working two or three jobs, you know, for his woman. But I don't know if a woman will work two or three jobs for her man. She worked two and three jobs for the uh-huh. relationship, but not for him. Hmm. So he will, okay. He will. He will do. He will do that thing for twenty years. Relentless. She ain't doing uh-huh. that. Uh-huh. You know, she'll do something else, but she ain't doing that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nah, nah that's his job. At some point, when y'all get tired, here's how it. You know, I tell. I tell people. You know, you gotta understand. I tell folks you got to understand who's in charge of what and when are you in charge, right? So bottom line is that men are in charge. Men, the bucks always stops with the men. And if a woman wants to do something, we're supposed to let her go ahead and do it. And the minute she don't feel like doing it, the ball's back in his hands. He ain't never off. He can't say, honey, I don't feel like doing this anymore. Will you do it? That don't, that don't go over very well. <laughs> that might go over well with you. But only for a while, because after a while, you're like, but you're supposed to be doing other stuff. You're the doer, man. What's up with that? That's hard, too, because I think, like, I feel both people have something to do. They're just different things. And I feel that, like, I do feel a lot of women are filled with this entitlement just because they're women that, well, I'm a woman, and this is what I should get. But I think there are definitely things that I would like and deserve as a woman, but I don't think that with thinking there's certain things that men deserve and um, should get, like, one of the things we think, I was, that I find funny is how, like, if you go to work, you automatically yeah. respect your boss because he's your, even since, like, a male boss, women who go to work, we respect our boss. We may not like him yeah. or love him, but we will respect him. We won't talk back. We won't raise our voice. And right. then to get home and disrespect your husband is not smart because respect for men is a version of love. So why would you make your husband work for love? That's like saying, you know, him telling us to work for his love as far as his, you know, being affectionate toward us and whatnot. And so I think that's just part of the duty. Like, if you decide, I don't want to be single, I want to be in a committed relationship and married, then part of the responsibility is that you have to love that person. And what is love? Love is respect. Love is in res- that respect. That comes on the good days and the bad days. That's keeping, I think, like, you know, we're chatty with each other. We're women. But, like, that means keeping your mouth closed sometimes. That's that's not raising your voice. That's not belittling your, your man in front of anyone in children. That's, I think there's a certain way to do it. But I think the feminist culture that, like, dominates the Western world, especially in the States, it's brainwashed people. Women want to be, like, it's funny, women want to be men in, like, in a kind of off-site, you know. I always find it funny when I see certain lesbian couples, like, even Ella DeGeneres, and she's with a lady named Portia. Like, someone always plays the masculine role. I'm like, wait, if you're a real lesbian, you're going to be, like, another full-fledged woman. But they end up going with men because they, they kind of want the, both, the best of both worlds or whatnot. But there's, you know, like, there's nothing wrong with submission in a marriage, but also... There's something you get for that. You get that unconditional love, but you have to submit. I think people just kind of want their cake and want to eat it too, and that's the problem, I think. No, I get it. I get it. You know, (laughs) yeah, um, the entitlement is what has women go lazy. Mm, That entitlement mentality, the the demonstrated, the, the, the characteristics, the actions of a person who's entitled, is either bullying or laziness or both. So 99% of the women that have entitlement issues are also going to be lazy because, like, I'm not supposed to do that. He's supposed to do that. 
you know, yeah, you see that's it, weird. That's yeah. But that's how it is. But see, the laziness even shows up in like dating. Um, you know, I like him, but he should come over to me. I shouldn't have to come over to him. Well, why not? If you like him, at least give him a shot for crying out loud. And it could be shy, but it could be lazy. But in general, like, we're left with having to carry the stuff, but not because you're not capable. It's more like he's supposed to. Because if we wasn't around, he'd be doing all the stuff that you want us to do without a problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. so when a woman is feeling lazy, the odds are the man is feeling relentless. Like, I can't mm-hmm. stop, can't okay. give up, you know, like, like uh, P. Diddy. Won't stop, can't stop, don't stop. Mm-hmm. That's just, actually, I think it's don't stop, can't stop, won't stop. I think it's how it goes. But, uh, but yeah, <laughs> no stopping. <laughs> Ain't no stopping us now. Right, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, next. Um, I don't like the lazy, but I'm like, oh, my God. But, I mean, when I look at how women act, interact, they won't admit it either. But when I'm watching them, I'm like, uh-huh. And I think the, the uh, laziness comes from entitlement. I think that's the big reason why. Uh, because when you're, only, when you're by yourself, y'all work just as hard as anybody else. But when you're not by yourself, you got him passing the book on to him. <laughs> it's funny. That's hard, too, and I think that's not to hear. That's really sad. I think it should be, like, I believe, like, just, it should be apples and oranges. Like, they're both fruit, but different roles, different nutritional value, different vitamins. Like, I think that, like, if a, if a man is out working, um, you know, like a, a nine to five, and he's gone for the day working, like, he comes home, yeah. to ha- and you're at home, and he's working for your family, the house yeah. should be clean, food should be ready, his shoes should be off, you should take them off, you should take care of, like, I don't understand the whole like, that's unequal. It's unequal, and there's no peace. It's someone's giving, 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 and that just doesn't work. It can't work. It's impossible. I got you. I'm feeling what you're saying. That's just, yeah. I just yeah. understand why people make it so hard. It seems so elementary. It seems like, if we would just do this, like, you know, one plus one is two. Just do that. Well, <laughs> well you, your, your mom and dad still together, right? Well, actually, no, they were together for a very, very long time. But my father is from uh, Nigeria, and my mom is a mixed American, uh, mixed African-American, some other stuff. But, um, you know, I took a lot after my father and his culture, and I identified more with his culture. So I guess I'm traditional in that sense because they were, what, 25 years together before the divorce? But my mom was very, very, like, I don't know, just not – this I don't want to say not the same. It wasn't very traditional. Some things, yes, but she grew up without a father, and I saw how that impacted her marriage, actually. As I got older, and I'm, like, looking back and retrospect, I'm like, oh, that's because, you know, that authority figure, that respect toward men. Like, she actually liked working and being outside of the home, but, you know, my dad did. He made enough to take care of everyone. She actually should have just been home with us, and so she was kind of, like, not very <laughs> So my dad, you know, I have a lot of respect and love for him because, I mean, he really, really, you know, wasn't for him. I don't really like to think of the outcome, but um, I just know that, like, if things can't work if one person's lifting and one person's, like, just sleep, they can't. One day, even if it's 25 years later, someone's going to get tired and call it quits. It just can't go on that way. Yeah. So, okay, got it. Yeah, so that's, that helps you. That helps, um, that helps you. 
to be able to grow up in a household mm-hmm. where you got two parents and you can watch oh, them yeah. each other. That's, 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 that's a gift that most folks, I shouldn't say most folks, I'd say a lot of folks don't have, have never had to have that, mm-hmm. that, that match up there, you know. So, But I get it. So, okay, good. So next, mm-hmm. um, women are non-committal. Y'all don't commit very much. Y'all are reluctant to commit. Y'all only commit when he commits. And men are candid. So, like, we will commit to actions, thoughts, processes, but y'all will, like, hedge your bets, generally speaking. You may not, but most women will be noncommittal until they understand it's safe to commit. Uh, men don't need okay. to find out if it's safe to commit. Well, some men do, but generally speaking, we're going to commit because we see an opportunity to be successful, we're going for it. You know what I mean? We, that's why we will propose to you rather than you propose to us because mm-hmm. we're candid. This is how we feel. This is what we want. And it's part of our, our mindset of our success is that we know we got to go for what we want in order to get what we want. So we'll be candid. We'll be straight out, straight up. We talk straight. Uh, we straight. Our actions are uh, above board. And I'm not talking necessarily about politicians who are trying to get what they want in order to talk politician speak so they can get elected again. And I'm talking about the general average male, you know, throughout the world. Um, you know, he's going to be candid about, straight about what he wants to do and what he wants to accomplish and why he wants you and everything else. It's kind of different from direct in the sense that it's like more like authentic, like sharing their heart as opposed to this is what I want, this is how I want to get it. Where y'all don't share your heart very much. He, you got to oh, wow. feel that it's safe to share your heart. Like he needs to be you know, so committed to you that you can come in and, and feel safe. Does that communicate? Make sense? Yes. Yeah. Illusion, I see you on the screen here. Oh, don't tell me we're going to do that today. Well, at least it took an hour before we've been here. Can you hear me? You should. Yeah, I can hear you now. It was just a little bit fuzzy, though. That last rage band kind of muffled out. Sorry. By the way, uh, I don't know if you can hear me, but you could actually also do this um, this call on your computer, which means you could actually oh, is there be typing and texting rather than going to Facebook. You could be texting here, you know. So, oh, okay. If I call in from the okay. – I'm calling from my cell phone line. Because I'm not hearing you, but I'm seeing you on my screen. Maybe I should hang up and call back in. You know, that's what I'm going to do. You can't hear me. Hello, hello, hello. I wonder if you can hear me. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm going to hang up and call back in. What the heck? Don't go nowhere. If you're oh, here, no. you don't go nowhere. Okay.
All right, I'm back. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yep, yep, yep. Yay. Okay, good. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I was, I, was, I was hearing everything you were saying, actually, but I, I wasn't coming through. I was going to ask, is it possible to stop now? My little one woke up and I have to go put him back to sleep. Yep. Yep. Um, would that put us too far behind, stopping now, or no? No, 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 because I can catch up on other areas. That's fine. So uh, we're at uh, non-committal and candid, so that's like number 13 on the list. And, um, oh, is that right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got a, we got another seven, but it's all good. Okay. All right. Okay. So yeah, you should go take care of him and little one, and um, we will uh, catch up um, Tuesdays. I'm going to say it's going to be tough for me to do Tuesdays now because I'm I'm in a new program, and uh, (laughs) we have a training. So I'd like I think I'd rather do uh, Wednesdays at uh, at five o'clock if that works for you. Okay, yeah, no, normally, no, Wednesday 5 o'clock are normally good for me. Um, that should be fine. That just should be no problem. Yeah, normally, yeah, as I say, usually, like, even if I do have a rehearsal, the rehearsal is usually 8 to 10 my time, and yeah. I'm usually home right before 11 if if I have a rehearsal, but I've got a couple, like, a gig coming up, but we might do up another early rehearsal or something. But, no, this time, Wednesday, usually he sleeps in bed, so <laughs> got it to wake up, but um, usually I'm cool, though. Okay, great. All right, good. So then, uh, you know, for next we'll end, yeah, we'll end it here. And we'll we'll uh, stop. Uh, uh, you know, we'll just pick up next week, and that'll be that. You know, works for me. Okay, that sounds good. Um, I'll be in touch with you this weekend regarding like site stuff. Yes, good, good. Sunday's probably gonna be the best day, but I I might have some time Saturday because I was supposed to be doing something Saturday, um, but uh, I don't know if it's gonna come through. So now, because some people got to do their thing for me to do my part on it. So, but uh. We'll talk about it. Oh, no worries. Okay, right. I'll message you. All right. Thanks. Okay, talk I appreciate later. it. Thank you so much. All right, talk All right. to you. Mm-hmm. Bye. Good night. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.